Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful 24th of September, 2022. It's the early days of fall. Coming up the Krusty Knuck podcast, episode 187, the hashtag heard around the world. That's right. The phenomenon of the Trudeau must go hashtag and other blunders brought to you by our government. All that more coming to the show. Please stick around. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. Cheers. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues and life. He is Krusty. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. I'm your host, Krusty Canuck. That's right, of course, the hashtag heard around the world. That's right, the Trudeau must go hashtag phenomenon that was on Twitter that has been recently been stirring the pot and causing waves. Pardon my lights uh, here, ladies and gentlemen, having some issues with my uh, my bulbs for some reason. I replaced them there the other day and uh, still they keep flickering. Needless to say, whatever, you know, I'm not making enough money to make this a great studio. This is for you, my wonderful viewers out here who want to see my ugly mug and uh, ponder my words of wisdom as you sit and do your own thing. Like I said, episode 187. So hashtag on Twitter, Trudeau must go. Now I weighed in on that too in my Twitter account and I've got about maybe 5,000 likes, which I'm tickled pink for a few more subscribers, which is good. But what gets me with this whole thing is... You're not seeing enough liberals weigh in on this, too. Now, you've heard me rant and rave about Trudeau and his party and his gender parity and all his other BS when it comes to his politics, okay, and every other liberal out there and their politics in regards to how they're going to govern this country and to economic freedom as they promote, which is all BS as far as I'm concerned. Because since their election in 2015, let us look at the track record, shall we? Okay, before he wasn't even elected. Okay, he would say things like the budget would balance itself. Okay, he would have basic admiration for China's dictatorship because they can turn their economy around on a dime. Right. Well, that's the thing. They have an economy meant for their big wigs and their oligarchs and uh, their honchos and their dedicated members of the party, while working class people in China make minimum. Okay. They also have social credit scores, all that good stuff, and how to walk here, how to walk there, and do what you're told here, and be a good little boy, and you'll get some extra incentive, okay? So with all the turmoil that's going in the world today, with the Ukraine-Russian thing, uh, with the jibby-jab thing, with getting rid of the uh, the beer bug restrictions and all that, too, it looks like I, I, I'm, my best guess is this, okay? The Trudeau liberals are starting to back down just a little bit. Not enough but just a little bit because they want to get rid of the restrictions they've imposed on every Canadian since the beer bug reared its ugly head. Now, rumor has it September, uh, September 30th, they're going to get rid of the arrive can uh, BS and the jibby jab BS and all this and other restrictions that have stopped people like you and me and your friends and family alike from traveling abroad. Okay. Now I don't have a lot of facts and figures right here now, but I've observed the past couple of weeks in regards to some of the buffoonery and ridiculous mantras and ridiculous rules they've placed on people, people being fined for not using the arrive can app, people being uh, stopped at airports and borders for not proving their vaccinations or proving this, proving that right now, a year ago, the powers that be in this country said 
oh, no, no, we're not going to mandate this. We're not going to mandate that. Now look what they've mandated. Okay. So thank God for the hashtag Trudeau must go that has come to surface and caught so much attention and rough the feathers of the powers that be. Now, the Progressive Conservative Party of Canada have recently elected a new leader, Pierre Polyev. Now, what I can say about him is that he has the smarts when it comes to economics. He has the smarts when it comes to diplomacy. And he has the smarts when it comes to how things should run in Parliament. Okay, but I'll say this out there to my conservative supporters too. He's also a career politician, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, he's been in politics since his 20s. Okay, when he left university, when he left his post-secondary you know, education, first thing he got into was politics. Now, I'm not disenfranchising anyone who is, aspires to get into politics. Okay, yours truly got into politics, and I might run again. Who knows? But until that day, I've done other things to keep myself busy, keep myself focused, to keep my bills paid, and keep my lights on, regardless of how much they flicker or not. Okay? And I, I've went out and I've talked to people, and I've mingled with people, and I've socialized with people, seniors, other veterans, you know? Veterans from other wars. I've had the honor of, of talking to a couple of Vietnam vets recently, too. Uh, that's just because of the screenplay and everything I'm working on at the moment. But needless to say, you're getting other points of view here. Now, when I look at a career politician, I look at somebody who uh, really enjoys what he or she does and a quest for power. Okay. Do I think Paul Yev is going to give Trudeau a run for his money? You're fucking right, I will. You're fucking right, I do. Because... <laughs> His Majesty's opposition has done nothing but criticize the Trudeau Liberals and, of course, Singh's NDPers, okay? Now, what gets me with this dynamic is that we are in, <laughs> we are in a revelation of sorts, okay? Regardless of the hashtag that went on Twitter and all that, I, like I said, I took part in that too, and it's really phenomenal how people come out and said, yeah, right on, good job, and the amount of criticism I had too from about 140 people, okay? But in the same sense, it, 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 it's showing you on a big perspective on how sensitive a lot of people really are. Okay. We're in a financial crisis right now. Inflation's through the roof. Housing is ridiculous. Food costs are ridiculous. Gas is ridiculous. And our leaders, the people that are in charge, people who count the goddamn money, right? They're sitting there saying, oh, nothing's really wrong. It's just a phenomenon. It's just what's, what's, what's happening. You, you see where we're getting sized up here, too. You see what's in the works with the tensions that are going on with Ukraine and Russia right now. What is in the works? Are we going to have uh, uh, another recession like we did back in 2008, in the late 80s? Or is World War III coming? Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. It's something to think about, ladies and gentlemen. Is World War III coming? I don't want to see it. I don't. <clears throat> and as a fellow podcaster and fellow veteran, uh, Raging Dissident said, uh, no more. No war. And rightfully so. Okay? Because when I look at these bigwigs, when I look at all these individuals that made the big decisions in regards to where to spend Canadian dollars and the people that increase the taxes and people that increase the cost of living in this country, the elected officials and the bureaucrats that have backed them up, 
Okay. It costs more to get gas, costs more to keep the lights on, costs more to put food in your fridge, costs more to take a little ability to hockey, costs a little, uh, a lot more to take a little June to her dance lessons. Okay. It's costing more to go out and socialize and mingle since a lot of the restrictions have been lifted, but then you still get it out the chuff when it comes to the cost of living. Right. Okay. They're putting so much emphasis on this green, uh, green mentality. Okay. And they're putting so much emphasis on cutting back on fossil fuels. And yet some of these leaders are upset and up in arms because someone mispronounced their fucking gender pronouns or someone mispronounced their name. Okay. Is that the kind of leadership we want heading into this dark time? People worrying about what they're called, what their names. A few weeks back, I made an episode about Miss Freeland being harassed by some big gruffy guy. Right. She had a job to do and she's fucking it up and she's called on it. It's that simple. As I mentioned, it was, you know, kind of, you know, impolite and rude and unprofessional, but the man had a point of view and he displayed it. And the mainstream media, the legacy media alike took it as, oh my God, it's so misogynistic, right? It doesn't matter if a man or woman is in charge. If that person in charge does not do their job, then they're open to public ridicule. It's that simple. Okay. Now we're on the cusp of something devastating as far as I'm concerned. I'm not going to sit here, put on my tinfoil hat and talk about, oh my God, the, the chaos. I'm talking about what can happen. What might happen? What pots are boiling over as we speak right now? Okay. Now, as a Canadian, I am very, very fortunate to still live in a country where we have the freedom to speak our minds. Now, if C11 does go through, that might be harder than we think. Okay. I come across a couple of posts there on Instagram about Canadians not having enough backbone. Okay. And uh, well, when I look at Canadian backbone, I look at it as the can do attitude to get out there, get the work done, to help the less fortunate, you know, to step up and help people during devastating events, i.e., tornadoes, floods, and all that stuff. So there's a lot of can do out there. And a lot of Canadians tried to do something back in February. Okay, there was a peaceful protest that happened in February, which inspired the world. Okay, which was another hashtag that was heard around the world. Freedom Convoy. Okay, now I've banged heads and, you know, I've had a few exchanges with some individuals in regards to what is a Freedom Convoy or not, to what this is, to what that is. Okay, it was a peaceful protest. What did the people in Ottawa do about it? Other than what the mainstream media displayed as people who were scared and complained. There are a lot of people that rejoiced and took a stand with the truckers too, honked their horns and went out in the street and danced and drank and played in bouncy castles and hot tubs. Right? Well, there's still a few people out there, according to Twitter and to other social media platforms, that there were terrorists and they were mean to children when they weren't. I talked to a lot of people that were in that convoy and I had the honor of talking to some independent media personnel that were at that convoy. Okay. Yeah, there was swearing going on and there were some loud noises and some big voices, but there was no harassment of kids. Okay. So there was a protest right there. So when someone outside of Canada says Canada has no backbone, take a look at the footage. Okay. Talk to individuals that were at ground zero in Ottawa, in our capital, who were there fighting the good fight, talking about and these mandates. Let's get back to some regularity in our lives. Okay. And let's be Canadian again. Right? 
Raging Dissident, Jeremy McKenzie, the guy who created Diagonal. Nice guy. Had a couple of conversations with him, and he's a down-to-earth individual. And he paid his dues, and he saw a lot of his shit, and he saw a lot of chaos and a lot of carnage. And I relate to him because we were in the same war. And he's got a video uh, on Facebook there. You check him out. I, I'm not going to post on here uh, out of respect for him. But he made a very, very valid point when it comes to people ignoring what the issues are that are going on in this country. He made a very, very valid point. Okay, Because the, the people that are calling the shots, I don't look at as Russia as the bad guys. I look at Putin and a few of his buddies, and I look at certain officials in the Ukrainian uh, parliament and, and, their, and their government. I, I look at them as bad guys, too. I'm not blaming the Russian civilians, nor am I blaming the Ukrainian civilians. But we, we, we've seen this, this shit before in building up to a war. We've seen this crap before. World War One, World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and other conflicts thereafter, too. The sides are being drawn. They're being balanced against each other and all that, too. And when it comes to democratic rights in this country that were fought for by your grandparents, by my grandparents, by their parents in the First World War, Second World War, respectively, we, we thought we had some kind of stability. We thought we had some kind of ground where we can stand on and exchange ideas as we should. But the past seven years, since 2015, a lot of those ideas have been quashed. Money has been spent on ridiculous things. Okay? Infrastructure is supposed to be up there, but it's not. Money has gone missing in infrastructure. Inflation through the roof, right? What used to cost me a, a, a buck... A leader has now cost me a buck thirty-eight. In some cases, a buck forty-five. To my friends out east, more than that too. To my friends in BC, more than that too. Mortgage rates are through the effing roof. To buy a home, you need at least a million bucks to get a decent home. And the people in Ottawa just sit there and laugh at it like it's no big deal, and because they're looked after. They're making a base salary anywhere from uh, twelve thousand to fifteen thousand bucks a month to sit and dictate terms for what you and I have to live by and what we have to live and strive for. Okay. And I've mentioned on this show numerous times, how many taxes I have paid a month since I started working again full time. So anywhere from 14 to 1650 a month, that's, that's, that's two weeks work for a lot of people out there. That's a lot of money going into uh, making sure the EI premiums are up and the CPP premiums are up too plus the additional federal income tax they take a chunk out of, right? And those same people expect me to file every goddamn April to make sure I'm not making too much money, right? Okay. Now, I made a point on my Twitter feed there. Uh, I'm done with federal taxes, right? Of course, some people weighed in saying, oh, my God, you're not being civilized. Oh, how dare you? What about roads? What about your pension? My pension's taxed, too. And everybody who does get the CPP, Half of that goes to taxes as well. So they're taking more money out of my pay, the CPP, so the government can take it back to build their roads or to help fund the war in Ukraine or to build green projects or to uh, screwing us up the chuff every tax year. 
stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. So yeah, I'm a little frustrated. I'm a, I'm a little angry too, because my wife and I we work really really hard and we want to get ahead. We do, but my savings account has gone down again. Okay, uh, the beer bug took what I had for savings, right? And, and we're seeing we were seeing a, a trend here in not just Canada but in Britain and the United States and other democracies too, on people getting let go from their jobs because they disagree with this format or people being fired because they disagree with a guy in a shop class with fake boobs teaching kids how to use a power saw. Okay. Yours truly got let go from a couple of jobs because of an opinion and because of a stance I had towards masking. Okay. So when it comes to people having backbones in this country, you're looking at one of them. And you're also looking at some of the people that were in the Freedom Convoys, too, and the people that have gone on national television and spoke out against the status quo that's going around to every woke mandate, to every political mandate that's trying to promote people, to stifle people, okay? What we can do as Canadians is this. Whether you have one of these or whether you have a computer, by all means, get out there and speak your mind. Whether you have a platform in a town hall or you're a counselor or you're a member of a political party, stand up and start talking about common sense. Okay. Like I said, the hashtag heard around the world. Okay. Trudeau must go. Right. They're talking about it in Britain. They're talking about it in France, talking about it in the United States, talking about it here. Right. Because the last count I saw was maybe about 500,000 plus people displaying it. Right. People that work for a living, people that believe in what they believe in. And according to Justin Trudeau, they have unacceptable views or they're misogynistic or they're racist because where they stand. OK. I believe in calling it racism when it's there, when you see it. Right. When someone actually persecutes somebody for being a different color or being from a different culture and they're persecuted for that. That's when you call it racism. If someone has an opinion when it comes to working for a living or going to work and how many hours they should work. That's not racism. That's character. We're supposed to judge people on their character, but I guess that's gone to the wind now too, because if you don't agree with said status quo, that's sitting in Ottawa on the high horse right now, oh, you must be uh, a misogynist and a racist. No. I am a Canadian. You are Canadians. To my other viewers around the world, you're from where you, where you are, with your American, with your British, with your French. And there's nothing wrong with loving your country. There's nothing wrong with loving your neighbors. There's nothing wrong with having a stance on this democracy, whether you're conservative-based or liberal-based or libertarian-based, even NDP-based or green-based. Nothing wrong with loving this democracy. Okay? But with all this hype and this chaos in regards to green technology and to money and inflation, where's all this money going? Well, a lot of it has gone to Ukraine, of course, to help out because, you know, Putin and his cronies, the big bullies, picking on Ukraine and some Ukrainian politicians that are welcoming it, too. So there's two sides to that coin. Okay. And whether you're, you, you look at the military industrial complex or not whether you take that consideration or not, there's a lot of people making some cash off this fucking fiasco. And it's definitely not you and me. 
It's not our neighbors. It's not our parents. It's other guys. Yeah. Other people that wheel and deal in Washington, D.C., other people that wheel and deal in Ottawa, other people that wheel and deal in London, in Paris, you know, other people that wheel and deal in Berlin. But it's not you and me, ladies and gentlemen. And we're just trying to get ahead. We're just trying to get ahead in a peaceful, democratic way. I wear this toque in my head for a very good reason, not because it's just part of my shtick or my routine, but because this is my country. It's not perfect. The United States isn't perfect. Britain isn't perfect. France isn't perfect. Germany isn't perfect. Every democracy is not perfect, and it has its history of blunders. But we have our histories of good, too. We have our histories of sharing, promoting equality, promoting the freedom, promoting proper diversity, i.e. diversity of ideas, art, building, trade and commerce. This country has provided some great ideas to the world. Everything from insulin to the zipper to the space arm to actually sitting in the five eyes at one time. But now we can't be taken seriously because of guys like Trudeau, because of people like Melanie Jolie and Christopher Freeland talking about how we don't know what we're doing. These are people that were appointed in their positions. One of them might have been elected. The other one was just promoted and put in a place for namesake. Other people have slapped and tickled their way into political power. And they haven't earned a goddamn thing. While people like me and you, and other people like Raging Distant, and the, the Agalon tribes, and other supporters, and other people who have a good sense of humor, get fucked in the ass. Because of people in Ottawa. So I'm going to quote my fellow podcaster out there, Jeremy McKenzie. The enemy is not in Moscow. The enemy is not in Moscow. The enemy is not in Beijing. The enemy is not in Tehran, Iran. Okay. Some of our enemy, I would say, is in sitting in Ottawa right now. Sitting there conniving and plotting. How am I going to get out of this? How am I going to instill this? How am I going to instill that? How are we going to instill this? How are we going to get out of this? How are we going to rip off the Canadian taxpayer even further? How much more anger are we going to create so that there's another freedom convoy and there might be some violence in there to justify more police with batons and big shields and tear gas? I don't want to see that, ladies and gentlemen. Do you want to see that? Do you want to see that chaos? Do you want to see that combat? Do you want to see that rage? Right? Is Ottawa going to have a situation like they did in 1999 in Seattle, battle in Seattle? And there are going to be riots in every major city in this country? Are there going to be riots in every major city in the United States? Who knows? Are we going to be walking our pets one day and we look in the sky and you see a bunch of parachutes coming down? I don't know. I don't want to see that. I don't think you want to see that either. I want this democracy to work. I want this democracy to be successful. I want every democracy on the planet to be successful. And I want our fellow citizens to thrive as they should. I want to see our oil get to market. I want to see our resources get to market. I want to see people going to work and paying minimal tax. 
I want to see kids in school. I want to see kids learning how to read and write and to be creative and have imaginations again and not worry about their goddamn sexuality. I want kids to go to shop class and not worry about how big someone's gazungas are, regardless of how you fucking identify or not. I'm all for freedom of expression, but there comes a time and place to express it and not. Professional decorum, for starters. Okay? Something to think about. And all these politicians have weighed in, too, on what's going on in Iran with, with ladies taking off their hijabs because the morality police beat a woman to death because her hair was being exposed. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. I'm not against that at all. A woman's place is where she wants to be. And it's up to people to fight for that. Just like it's a man's place where he wants to be. And it's up to everybody to fight for that too. But what gets me is that powers being Ottawa are sitting there hashtagging their little belief. Oh yes, freedom in Iran, freedom here. While you basically fucked our freedom in February. Well done, hypocrites. Well done. It's like we used to say in the military, crack don't smoke itself. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome again back to episode 187, hashtag heard around the world. Yes, Trudeau must go. The liberals must go. This buffoonery must go. The woke mandates must go. For what? You're, just, you're, you're doing about creating more of a divide in this country. More of a divide that does not need to happen. The majority of Canadians, especially a lot of us Gen Xers, okay, we were not raised in households where we're told to divide people. Okay? My parents told me, you don't judge people by their looks. You judge people on how they treat others, on their character. Shit simple. And yet there are people sitting in Ottawa right now who don't look at it that way. They like the divide. Legacy media is holding on to their pearls for dear life because, oh my God, we're not getting any funding anymore. Global television, apparently, right, is losing money. And yet, how many of these legacy medias have been bailed out since 2015 and they're still losing money? Probably because viewers such as yourself and myself and others are catching on to the bullshit. Right? So it's amazing what one little hashtag can do. Mm, pretty scary, eh? It's amazing what one little hashtag can do to alter the minds of the masses. Pretty scary, eh? Right? And those individuals that weighed in and said things against my little statement, keep doing it, okay? Keep doing it. Keep looking for an excuse to be a victim. Keep looking for an excuse to be outraged. When you've had everything handed to you in your fucking life. Okay. To my blue collar friends out there, people that have actually go out and work for a living and pay their bills and, you know, go the extra mile to pay their taxes too. Well done on you. But you also see how it's getting harder and harder and harder for us too, because of people in Ottawa making these decisions. Basic liberty has gone through the fucking roof. Freedom of expression has gone through the fucking roof. Unless you identify as this or identify as that, then that's just fine. 
You can teach a shop class with fake prosthetic breasts and jump around like you're some kind of beach bimbo and still show the power <laughs> of a chop saw. How can any kid take that seriously when he or she is feeling awkward and really uncomfortable because here's this guy with a wig on and big fake balloons as breasts? Even people like that are making a mockery out of women. So is that sexist? I think it is. That's just me, though. But when I look at that hashtag, Trudeau must go. There's more to it than just, you know, getting rid of the, of the sitting prime minister. It's getting rid of this woke BS. It's getting rid of the so-called equity projection they keep talking about. We need equity, equity. We need equality of opportunity. That's what we need. It's worked before. What's the problem now? Because someone can't get the class they want? Because someone can't get the car they want? Right? When you keep jacking up the prices, nobody's getting fuck all. Then you got, then who you got to blame? White people again? Right? Straight white male? Straight white females? Straight white people that used to play hockey or play baseball? Enough with this victimhood BS. Let's take a look at where it really is. A con. Right? Like my co-podcaster said, and fellow veterans said, the enemy is not in Moscow. The enemy is in Ottawa. The enemy is also in every major city, every mayor that promoted these lockdowns. Every bureaucrat that was appointed by these politicians who received pay incentives for doing such a wonderful job in taking away people's livelihoods and locking people up for speaking their mind. Well done. While people like you and me had to pay extra at the pumps or for our utilities. Things in perspective. So there's a lot of anger starting to fuel up. So those individuals on my Instagram that said, oh, Canada needs a backbone. <laughs> Wait for it. A storm's a brewing, ladies and gentlemen. And not just here in the beautiful great white north where people are pleasant and polite and Canadians are always nice. Yes, we are nice. We are nice people. Humanitarian efforts are our forte. Medicine, innovations in technology, innovations in social aspects are forte too. But we're having people taking that for granted. We have people using it to their advantage to get ahead based on the backs of you and me. Enough of that shit already. Right? I miss the days where you can actually go into a record store and buy a great record, whether it be a CD or a cassette or actual vinyl. I miss the days where you can turn on the radio and listen to some good music without hearing some regurgitated uh, auto-tune of some teenage girl that wants to be famous and hasn't paid her dues like other artists have. I miss the days where you can actually go to a movie and see great acting without worrying about this person's background or this person's color. I miss the days where you can actually just go and see something for what it is and formulate your own opinion on it, right? And it's not racist to say, ladies and gentlemen, it's just realistic. Sidney Poitier was a great actor, a fantastic actor, right? Sammy Davis Jr., one hell of an entertainer. And not because they were black, it's because they had what it took to get the job done. Because they had the skill and the talent 
Not because they were black men, but just because they had the talent. Shit simple, right? Clarence Clements, the guy who played saxophone for the E Street Band for Bruce Springsteen, had amazing talent. Chuck Berry had amazing talent. It didn't matter if they were black. They could rock and roll. They could sing a song. They could play a tune. They could write a tune. They could write a script. They can read a scene. They could understand the scene and just boom, 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 get it out there for the masses. And no one cared if they were black because they captivated millions. I miss that. I miss seeing a politician actually stand on his or her own ground and stand by what is right based on their constituents not based on their ideas or the ideology, right? A storm's a brewing, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I can say. You know, a storm's a brewing. If you like and hear what you see, please click like, subscribe, all that good stuff. You know, I didn't do that <laughs> during the episode. Um, I'm just trying to get a little more legitimate subscribers. I, I've had some issues with bots recently, ironically enough. You know, when you get a handful of people that will say something, but it sounds similar, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, to those individuals out there that are just passing my stuff around and creating more bots, thank you, kind of, I guess, but you're not really doing me a favor either. So, but uh, like I say, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please click like, subscribe, share this content all around your social media platforms, right? You can also find me on uh, Rumble. So uh, once again, thank you to all my Rumble subscribers out there. It's getting up there and uh, I'm getting a, a few more positive notes as we speak. So give yourselves a round of applause there for being great people always. and i especially want to thank everybody in my audience that has stuck with me this far i've been doing these podcasts since 2018 i started off with some videos uh but then i gained some equipment some better uh understanding of the podcast world and uh i still want to thank my audience out there people have stood by me since then so thank you once again give yourselves another round of applause there outstanding effort you guys rock and stick with me uh, this coming Tuesday on the uh, 27th. I'll be having a special episode. My guest will be William Ray. He's an independent media journalist uh, who's got some really good insight on the Kamloops uh, residential school, uh, the so-called 215 uh, graves or 215 bodies they found, apparently. Uh, some good insight in that. Plus, he's also a veteran of the Madak Pocket, too. A forgotten battle. Uh, that happened back in the 1990s uh, during one of Canada's many peacekeeping operations too. So please stay tuned for that this Tuesday uh, around 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So I'll put a little advert up there for that as well. Um, but carrying on uh, in conclusion of this whole the hashtag heard around the world, Trudeau must go. There's more meaning to just him leaving office. It's getting rid of this woke mandate. And if any liberal cabinet members are sitting and happen to be listening to this podcast, what's stopping you lot from doing something about it? Hmm? What's stopping you lot from walking across the floor saying, we had enough of your crap, we're going this way? Or becoming independent? I'm standing on some better moral ground than the so-called woke mantras that these guys are promoting. Time will tell, we'll see. But... Uh, <clears throat> I hope nothing but for good things to happen to you is all out there. Regardless of how angry I was, <laughs> just expressing myself, let's keep freedom of expression alive while it's still legal. And let's just 
do our best to be good to people to the best of our abilities. Take a time out and listen to some good music. Take the time out and read a good book. Take the time out and be good to somebody. Whether it's holding a door open for someone or helping someone with groceries or giving somebody an extra $10, $20 for gasoline or just being good in general. I think we can do that and I believe we can do that. But like I say, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for uh, paying attention to this podcast. Please share this all around your social media platforms to the best of your ability, right? And stay tuned again on Tuesday, the 27th. I'll be doing another live stream with William Ray. And uh, I'll say, do what you can to help each other out in these trying times. And like I always say, humanity merit wins the day. Take care and I'll see you Tuesday. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I have an infection in my ear. <laughs>